Good morning, everybody. It's your girl, Miracle Sims. You're listening to God, Sex, and Love, your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. It is June the 2nd, 2020. And y'all, it's testimony time. Come on down, testimony time. <laughs> um, uh, this morning, I pretty much just heard a little phrase I use every now and then. Um, but I'm going to fix it up a little bit better than I usually say it. But um, and that's just the transition is smooth. Um, usually, I just kind of go like whenever I feel like there's either a smooth transition or maybe a rough transition I usually be like the transitions smooth <laughs> but uh <laughs> that's just my thing but today this morning I guess the transition is smooth is the topic um so yeah we're gonna just go from there uh let's just start with this bible verse right here is psalms 66 1 and, and 16 Yes, Psalm 66 and 16. It says, Come and hear all you who fear God, and I will tell what he has done for my soul. Well, well, well. Um, So, I guess when God put this on my heart, I was kind of thinking about my, um, well, the last year. I I keep referring to it, uh, those of you all that are uh, consistently listening to me. Um, but yeah, that's what was on my mind. Uh, so I was like, well, maybe, you know, the Lord will just share with you all what happened last year and go from there. But then, I don't know, like right before I was wondering if my whole testimony uh, in regards to uh, how I got where I am now um, spiritually, if that's the testimony I'm supposed to be telling you all right now. Um, it must be, because uh, <laughs> I was like, Lord, do whatever you want to say through me, and here we are, um, and that's what's in my mind now, so, okay, um, <laughs> well, it all started in 1986, yeah, um, <laughs> well, as I, I think I pretty much said before, um, but I'll say it again, um, you know, I am... I, I was uh, taught the word of God from a young, young childhood. Uh, you know, in my childhood, uh, my mother is an evangelist. And um, so clearly she evangelized me. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I would say that, you know, going to church and reading the Bible and all these things were instilled in me at an early age. So we thank and praise God for that. Because, um, yes, I do believe that when you train a child in the way they should go, they would not depart from it, as the Bible says. Um, not to say, you know, yeah, I did everything right or whatever like that. But at the same time, you know, I would say it governed a lot of the decisions that I made uh, throughout my life. So even in the things that I necessarily probably didn't do all the way right, um, I always came back to... I guess home or came back to, you know, the word of God and everything like that. So for me to be where I am now, uh, spiritually is sometimes it feels like it's on another level. Sometimes I feel like I'm by myself. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, Lord, what, am I the only one thinking this way right now? But, uh, but you know, uh, I, I think I praise God for where I am now. Um, even in spite of like the way things have looked 
here and there. Um, so anyway, so if I, if I start there, friends, like I said, you know, it, I definitely was instilling me through childhood, but it did govern a lot of the decisions that I made throughout my life, uh, even when I did things wrong. So I would say that I really, really came to Christ on my own, or I really, um, really started to, I guess, get into the word and really build my relationship in my adult life. Um, I would say that that really started to grow when I moved to Florida. Uh, so long story short, uh, I made the transition to Florida, um, right after college so I so I graduated in 2004 <laughs> graduated in 2004 from high school um, right after that I went to college um, like I was in college like the next semester um, or the next like few months like right after right after I graduated and so um, when I lived on campus um, there's a lot of things that happened there as well but I have to share that at another time I think um, but yeah so Basically, so there I started to kind of, mm, I say I kind of wavered a bit. Um, I started to kind of, uh, I did have to question some things and I did have to like kind of seek God in that time of my life as well. But, you know, um, yeah, again, that's that's a whole nother story on its on its own. So let's just get to Florida. <laughs> so basically, long story short, again, you know, I graduated from there, got my associate's degree. And I started to work at good old Walt Disney World. Um, so, and out of all the places that I thought that I was going to go, um, of course, you know, as a, you know, my, well, maybe you know, maybe you don't know, I don't know. But um, my my major was theater in college, and so of course, as an actor, you know, you think about New York and L.A. And yes, I had dreams of those places as well. Uh, at that time, I hadn't been there, but yeah, you know, um, I think I. By the time I got my associates and I was figuring out what my transition was going to be then, um, I had an opportunity to possibly go to uh, New York, but that was, <laughs> can you remember a time where you had to record on tapes and all that stuff? Yeah. Uh, so for whatever reason, my tape, I couldn't get my audition tape together the way it needed to be or whatever. So I ended up auditioning for Disney and going down to Florida. Um, so yeah, I was there for about a good five years, um, pretty much working full-time at Disney the whole time. I started on a college program, um, and, you know, met a lot of great people through, through that, um, from all around the world. So that was probably like the best thing about being at Disney, um, meeting people from around the world and, um, just hearing about where they came from and getting a snippet or a little taste of what they, or, you know, where they came from. Cause you know. Uh, you know, Disney's very diverse in regards to some of their entertainment. You know, there's Epcot. It's like a little mini Earth. Uh, and so, you know, you can feel like you're going around the world uh, just by going to Epcot and everything like that. And so, yeah, um, I would say that throughout my time there, uh, the thing is I was working so, so much there that you kind of, you know, you worked every day. Um I would lose track of time or lose track of days. Be like, what is today? Um, <laughs> yeah, and so, uh, you know, and the, the holidays would start to blend in and everything like that. You know, on one hand, you would, it would be, um, what was it? You know, all the regular holidays and then it goes to Halloween and then 
go straight to Christmas because they would kind of bypass <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving when it came to uh, decorations and everything like that. But anyway, um, I want to say maybe year two, maybe um, after about a year just complete, just working and just meeting people and doing what I was doing during Disney. Um, at some point, there was a ministry that started to bust the college program uh, people or kids, I guess at the time, but college program students, things like that. They were starting to bust us to this church called God's House Orlando. So shout out to Pastor Sammy. I don't know if y'all listening, but um, yeah. Um, and it, it was like a church of, not say entertainers, but I mean, I guess in a way, I mean, uh, there was a lot of entertainers there. So I guess I, I felt I blend in, I guess, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, basically they kind of reminded me of the type of churches that I wanted to go to because they were very diverse as well. And um, yeah, so I would say there I started to, I guess, understand what I was being taught on another level. Um, and then it was also then I started to, I, I challenged myself to read the entire Bible within those years that I was attending there. Um, so when I did that challenge for myself, because again, I think I've explained in the previous episode as well that I like to read, <laughs> but for whatever reason throughout my life, trying to read the Bible was a, a task. It was like, you know, this whole thing of like, well, to be honest, every time I started to read, I would go to sleep. And I mean, yeah, I would go to sleep when I read anyway. But what I'm saying is, it, like, I would really go to sleep every time I got ready to read the Bible. So I was like, you know what? Fine. If I'm going to go to sleep X, Y, and Z, I'm going to make sure that the Bible is what I'm reading when I go to sleep. Because um, I'm going to get through this Bible. <laughs> um, so long story short, again, you know, I ended up with a, a teen Bible. Uh, and, uh, well, mm, I wouldn't mean to talk about this part, but basically while I was there, so, um, okay, so I was in the college program, I ended up working full-time, getting my own apartment, and things like that, so while I was there, um, there were several times that I uh, had people kind of stay with me, um, just to kind of assist them or whatever like that, but I I would say, uh, how many times did someone probably stay with me? I I can't remember, like, well, this is significant, so that's why I'm sharing it. Now, I'm not trying to call nobody out or nothing like that. But what I'm saying is, like, um, yeah, uh, I want to say at least two or three times. And that's at least uh, two or three people that might have, like, stayed with me at some point uh, when I had my place. <laughs> um, yeah, and it might be more, but <laughs> and I can think of at least two or three off the top of my head. So one of those people left a... Um, a teen Bible, and so that was the Bible that I read, and um, yeah, and I, again, I got a whole my whole review of the experience and stuff like that is on YouTube. I, I guess it's great that I documented a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, didn't really mean to. I think I just kind of was doing it, but yeah, it's on YouTube. If you guys want to look it up, Miracle Sam's Bible review or something like that, you probably should be able to find it or whatever. But anyway. Um, so I gave my review about that at that time. And so I was glad to finally, finally achieve that goal because it was like, you know, you've been, you taught the word your whole, well, at least with me, I was taught the word my whole life. Um, but at the same time, it was like, you don't really know until you get into it yourself. And that's to be honest, like, you know, like, yeah, I feel like, yeah, my mother's prayers has, uh, probably done a lot to help in and, uh, probably saved me in ways that I don't even know. Right. But 
at the end of the day, I had to build that relationship myself with God uh, in order to, like I said, get to where I am now to even be sharing with you all. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's some juice for you, you know. Get into the Word, friends. Do it for yourself. Because um, at the end of the day, and there's no no one else's uh, prayer is going to be able to uh, save you or anything like that. I mean, you know, what Jesus did for all of us is, is available for all of us. But we all got to receive it. So, that's that. So, anyway. So, yeah, reading the Bible for myself, I started to build my relationship even more. Um, and then again, at that time, as I read... And as I went to God's house, Orlando, you know, all the things would just coincide same way, like what I'm saying to you all now. Like every time I'm doing this juice or whatever, next thing I know, the Bible of the first, excuse me, the Bible of the day, uh, first of the day, whatever coincides with whatever God put on my heart. Or even like I spoke with my mother and God was putting on her heart the same things that he done put on my heart. So um, all I'm saying is like, you know, I say he's pretty consistent in that aspect. Um. Uh, when it comes to things like that, um, which it makes, I guess that's something else to notice. Like, I kind of, it makes me wonder, like, about the teachings that aren't necessarily consistent. <laughs> kind of makes me look sideways at those, like, hmm, who are you really being led by? But anyway, um, <laughs> that's a side note. I don't know if that's uh, either here or there. But, um, so yeah, that's that's when I started to really, really build my relationship. But the funny thing is, friends, I would say that one of the things that kind of led me more towards Christ is the desire for uh, marriage, <laughs> the desire for uh, being in a relationship, having a significant other, things like that. Because one thing I started to notice at that point in my life was that um, here I was, this Christian woman uh, who... I, for lack of a better word, uh, was always horny, <laughs> and I didn't know what to do with it, because, you know, well, I know what you're not supposed to do with it, and I'm like, Lord, what am I supposed to do, because I'm single, and I'm, you know, I, I want to do this and that and the other, but I have no significant other, where is my husband, Lord, what is going on, and then, um, <laughs> and again, like one of those phrases that Pastor Sammy said that really, really just stood out to me at the time in my life was like, you know, uh, if you make God's wants your wants, then you're going to get what you want. And I'm like, well, Lord, let me go ahead and make my wants your, your wants. Because I, I, listen, I need to get what I want, which is marriage. <laughs> so long story short, that was another thing that kind of led me to building my relationship, which is kind of crazy to think about. But, um, but yeah, I mean, again, everybody's... Uh, weight of Christ is probably not going to be the same as mine so um, but again too there might be some women out there that you know are are going through the same thing so one you're not alone ladies I was right there with you um when it, it pretty much the things that I have now was all a dream it was all a dream yeah you know what I'm saying <laughs> but yeah um yeah so it, you know that that was what I was going through at that time in my life as well dealing with myself some things that I felt like I needed to change in my life uh the way I looked at a lot of things uh yeah and so uh yeah 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 so again I was there at Disney for about mm, almost five years so let's say we're on year four right so about year four um I started to feel this transition happening basically I started to feel myself being feeling like I had done all I can do at Disney um 
Now, the thing was, I was able to do some things outside of Disney. So I was like, okay, fine. You know, I can't do much else here at Disney. But, you know, I, it's just a consistent job. I'm getting paid every week. I got my own place. You know, uh, I'm just going to do the things I want to do outside of Disney. Because that's the other thing, too. Like, uh, the, the other thing that was kind of a... Well, I, I don't know if it was something... How can I say it, Lord? Basically, I guess it was something that I struggled with when it came to uh, trusting God. Um, I guess I struggled with relationships, and then I also struggled with uh, my career. Um, uh, uh, Trusting God in these areas, I guess. And so, um, yeah, you know, so at that time, I was just focused on trying to be an actress and trying to do this and that, and you know, of course, here you are at Disney with all this entertainment um, opportunities around me. But for whatever reason, I can only do so much there. They would only allow me to stay in this like one position or whatever. And so, of course, me, you know, I, again, I think I said this before as well. But in case you didn't hear not heard it, basically, um, I'm the type of person, especially when it comes to me and acting, I try to do a lot of different things. Um, I don't ever want to really be stuck in one um type of role I want to be able to play a lot of different characters and things like that and so eventually I started to do uh shows and things like that outside of Disney um I I created a a, what I call it it was like a open mic or it was like not necessarily it was like a variety show I created this variety show I called it shine your light on the mic but it was like an um (laughs) uh it was like people could do whatever they wanted to do in regards to like they could dance they could sing they could do poetry they could do I think like some of the craziest things I had people come do was like uh we had like a sword swallower flamethrower person come um we also had like an improv group there was also yeah like all kinds of different uh performance art basically um so I started that but even even aside from that uh I was able to you know build my resume as an actor because that's what they tell you you need to do um (laughs) but anyway um I was building my resume so I was being in a lot of different plays and shows and things like that um and then it was in that process that I met who I deem now as my mentor Miss D. James um who is a fabulous playwright uh, who's put on some of the most professional shows that I've been a part of um and yeah, like even to this day, we still communicate and everything like that. So shout out to Miss D. Um, but the ironic thing, friends, the funny thing about it was, how about majority of the plays and the things that I did were all by people that wrote and directed their own stuff. Now, at that time, I mean, I kind of saw that. I'm like, all right, well, why do I keep being in these? It's like, uh, it's a lot of playwright writers you know what I'm saying like I keep being in people's shows that are producing and they're they're doing it themselves and I'm like lord is this what you're trying like and then well that was probably throughout that time too that's when I got the first advice to like you know create my own work and I'm just like oh lord like because I I don't think my mind was on that at the time but the more I went through a lot, the more I was like, okay, Lord, well, obviously this is what I'm supposed to be doing, creating my own work. So here we go. Uh, but I'll get more into that later. Um, oh my goodness. We already got there. Well, anyway, uh, apparently I'm supposed to share this with y'all. So, <laughs> but anyway, um, so long story short, when it comes to that, basically, where am I? I'm in like year four. So yeah, I was starting to, you know, uh, just trying to keep going trying to just stay where I was at and then just trying to do what I wanted to do 
with my career outside of Disney. Um, long story short, again, um, randomly, let's say we're in the beginnings of year five, randomly Disney lets me go. Um, it was very random. I probably could have fought in and everything like that because they were, they were using things like bereavement and um, like time that I took off for bereavement and things like that. They used those against me. That was all in the points um, that they had against me. They were like, you have too many points against you in the system and so we have to let you go, basically, is what they told me. <laughs> and um, it was crazy, but I just was like, but because I had already felt my, the transition happening, I just kind of just let it happen. I was like, all right, well. Um, and then I tried to still stick it out. Um, I, um, I had, uh, booked a play, so it was a reputable theater, um, but the, the, <laughs> the issue was that this, the play wasn't going to start until maybe, say, like, the next year, um, because they had, you know, they were casting for their season and everything like that, so the play that I was in wasn't going to start until, like, the next year, and so here I was trying to stick it out till then. Um, so that's one thing. Then I got these jobs. What my first one was this place called the Fudgery, which I enjoyed the job, but obviously they didn't enjoy enjoy me. I don't know, but they ended up letting me go randomly. <laughs> to I don't know if I got time to get all into these stories, but um, it's gonna sound like I just got let go from everywhere. <laughs> but <laughs> I gotta say, I mean, it wasn't like that. But I, again, I, again, it's too much time. You guys gotta come and meet me in person one day, <laughs> and I'll tell you that story. But anyway. Um, so yeah, that was one of the jobs I ended up doing like in-store infomercials, enjoyed that job too, but ended up getting hurt with the product and realized that they don't care about their people. So, I, <laughs> so I let that, um, job go and then I started doing like, what was I doing? I was doing like, uh, uh promo, uh, gigs, like being, a um, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but being like a, uh, a brand ambassador, I was being a brand ambassador for different, um, promo things. And that was cool, but you don't get paid. Like, right when you, you know, I was getting, I was used to weekly checks and being able to pay my bills. But, you know, stuff like that, you get paid, like, you know, uh, you do something this month and you get paid next month. But whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that's when I got into background work and things like that when it came to film and stuff, too. Um, But, yeah, so um, I found myself being a bit of a hermit at that time as well. So I guess learning my bad habits of, like, staying in. But I was doing it because you know when you are low on funds you don't just want to be all willy-nilly you want to you know conserve x y and z so i only would leave when i needed to um you know and everything like that but anyway so um where are we going lord well long story short again oh god oh okay fine fine okay well this is quite significant so i'll go ahead and share it um those of you guys that know me you guys probably know a little bit about this as well um there is a uh <laughs> during this process i went through something i call now the debacle um <laughs> long story short it was a competition uh i won't say the name i won't say the person that, that that did the competition even though i don't know because it could save some of y'all just in case this person's still doing stuff um but anyway <laughs> um uh basically uh there's this like competition that I became a part of it was basically like this um it's supposed to be a reality stage play everything like that I say supposed to be but whatever um you guys can see how it went but anyway I went through this whole grueling process like six months of auditioning for this play and I ended up getting a role which was like very not to say I had never gotten something but I would say up until this point in my career I was pretty much an underdog like in college I was an underdog at Disney I was an underdog 
you know, I was always that person that kind of like got brushed to the side when it comes to my performance and stuff like that for whatever freaking reason. But anyway, so for to finally be seen as like a top person in something was great. But then for this thing to just all fall through, uh, it sucked for lack of a better word. Um, basically, uh, I'm trying to make the long story short, y'all. But basically, um, I ended up taking my, remember the sure, the sure play that I had booked I ended up choosing the other this this debacle over that and that was like the final thing um or that was one of the final things that went and didn't go through led me back here um to Georgia uh, which is my home state um so again the transition it didn't seem that smooth but uh at the time <laughs> uh you know I made the transition back here to Georgia um, lived home a little while, started my business, uh, Miracle Plays, and um, it was a whole nother concept then, but you know, still started it, and um, yeah, but, and had a venue, everything like that, uh, met some cool people through that debacle, but other, other than that, I feel like, well, I feel like I got what that debacle was supposed to get, I was supposed to get from it, but, uh, but yeah, again, you don't know that at the time, you just feel like everything just fell through, um, so anywho, so here I am. I met uh, a lot of cool people. Um, so started my business, but then I want to say some months into the business, I had to like look for other jobs. So here I am. I found some other jobs, and um, there was two particular places I was working. I was working at that time, and one uh, they both were kind of in Atlanta. So I lived uh, in Jackson at the time. So that's like 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, of travel x y and z and so one of the jobs did let me know that if i was to transition up into atlanta i would get more opportunities x y and z and so um long story short again there there was a transition um (laughs) i I transitioned up to atlanta uh and i lived with my boyfriend yeah 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 i know yes i was shagging up as they say um and that's a whole nother story as well so I won't get so much into that but again you know like I said the whole relationship thing career and relationship career and relationship was like that thing that uh I, I struggled with or whatever so again uh, just trying to be long story short because again that, that's a whole story on its own so I won't get into the whole of that uh right now but let's just say that that wasn't the best situation um he was he wasn't the worst person I guess but at the same time you know he I guess he just wasn't, wasn't the the person or wasn't the one or whatever like that but anyway um so uh let long story short let's just say that that didn't completely work out and then um goodness gracious so here I am transitioning again and so I was in a position where I had never been and that was um going to just kind of stay with someone the way that people used to stay with me back in Florida um but in that transition <laughs> uh long story short y'all I ended up meeting my husband and um he was my friend the, I was moving into my friend's place and um he was my friend's neighbor and uh offered to help me with my stuff that day and here we are years later <laughs> uh now married now with a son and um you know i still have my business but at the same time just a lot of stuff again like i said um 
goodness gracious, I know I'm passing through a lot of stuff. So these transitions aren't smooth, friends. But uh, <laughs> I guess I'm sharing all this stuff to say, like, even with everything that I went through, all the things that the debacle, uh, for example, that led to me meeting my friend that I was just telling you all about, the one that I ended up staying with. And which led me to my husband, you know, um, being at Disney all those years and then having to transition back up here, I guess, made me uh, think big <laughs> when it came to my business and stuff like that. And so here I am creating my own shows and and, um, you know, doing all the things that I had hoped to do. Um you know, I know, yeah, I went through a lot of things last year financially, but even all of that stuff it led me to the place where I am now to be able to say, okay, now with everyone that's going through all this stuff with COVID, you know, there's been a lot of things or a lot of uh, incentives when it comes to businesses and stuff like that. And so since I have a business, I'm able to like, you know, try to get some help in that regards and stuff. So all I'm going to say is at the end of the day, this whole reason for me sharing my testimony and sharing some of the transitions with you guys. I know I've been kind of, I feel like I'm not really giving you guys the whole story, but it's already been about 30 minutes. I don't know if y'all tired of hearing me, but, um, and I got to break some of the other stuff up. I have to break some of those other um, stories up because they're, they, they're just on their own. They, they need to be talked about, but, um, I'm sharing this with you guys because, and I guess I've been sharing my testimony, um, over the past year about what happened and I'm sh- just sharing my testimony in general because at the end of the day what I've started to do is anytime now ever since the situation happened at Disney and I fit it's like now I can literally feel transitions just like that and so when these transitions are happening in my life I don't necessarily question them anymore I just pretty much be like all right well Lord what do you want me to do you know um so that was the same thing about um, last year. Like I said, it was tough, and a lot of it makes a lot of it didn't make sense because I'm like, okay, well, Lord, I thought you wanted me to get this place, and now here I got this place, but now we got to leave this place, and now here I am in this place, but now all this stuff is going wrong. You know, it's like, why are we going through this? You know, um, and I can't lie and say that I didn't, didn't question God in that regard. I, you know, because I, I often look up at God and just be like, what? <laughs> what are we doing here? Um, but at the end of the day, like, he has kept me every time. Like, uh, last year was just constant proof of that. Uh, again, like I said, with financially, none, nothing made sense other than the fact that God blessed us to be able to do everything that we did. So, I guess I say all that to say that now that um, we had to move out of the space that we were currently, that we were um, renting last at, towards the end of last year, and that we just finally opened um, in January. Um, we had to go ahead and move out yesterday. But the thing is, I don't feel any remorse for that. Um, I feel as if uh, God has a plan that's, that's beyond what I even think. And that I am all right in, in spite of whatever is going on. And I, you know, I, I get that this type of thinking is, is maybe weird for people. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, like, 
this this is the peace that passes all understandings as they say um this is like the peace you have when you just believe and trust in god um that he has you because again like I am proof that he he has kept me. He you know he has given me the desires of my heart. Um, in, in spite of me not being all right, in spite of me not doing everything right, um, you know. <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> bless me. Um, but yeah, friends, you know I guess that's the thing I want to share with you all this morning. It's at the end of the at the end of the day. <laughs> Um, trust, trust the transitions because they are smooth, especially when you're in God's hand. Um, and yeah, so let me, let me share with you guys this other verse right here. It is Matthew 5 and 16. It says, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. Friends, I'm gonna tell you right now. Like I said, I mean, yeah, I might have made some conscious decisions in my past. And even now, I might have, you know, made some conscious decisions and been like, all right, Lord, well, I'm going to let you lead me and guide me. Or, all right, Lord, I'm going to not do this and do that. Or, all right, Lord, you know, I see this transition happening. So let me go ahead and do this because I feel like this is what you're leading me to do. Like, that stuff I did, I guess. But the whole making it this far and getting the desires of my heart and all the blessings that have come my way um that has all been God and so that's who I give glory to that's who I'm thankful for uh and that's who I'm telling you all about right now and I hope that this encourages you this morning to just understand that your transitions although they may be bumpy uh at the end of the day God got you and they are smooth like butter baby <laughs> Uh, so the Bible verse of today is John 15 and 7. It says, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you. Friends, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to God, Sex, and Love, your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. I look forward to talking to you all tomorrow, if the Lord's will. All right, now God, sex and love. Keep on spreading this morning inspiration. I love what you're doing. All right.